You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. Now, I don't want anybody to go to Deacon Sammy after the Mass and tell him, you know, Deacon, there was a short version of that gospel reading. It's not his fault. I did it. I wanted to hear the prodigal son and talk about it a little bit today, but you know, in the seminary we were told by one of our professors on homiletics that a gospel well read is half the homily. And so I'll try to keep it a little short because nothing can be better than the word of God, particularly, particularly in the parable of the prodigal son. You know, last week for Labor Day, we spoke about the dignity of labor and how labor is actually a part of our original image that God placed Adam and Eve in the garden to care and to cultivate it. And so when we do a job well, there's no such thing as a bad job, as I mentioned uh, someone had said, but a job poorly done, a job badly done, that when we do our work well, that we become more in the image and likeness of God, it being a part of our dignity and our dignity is rooted in him. And so saying the image and likeness of God, we hear that said all the time. And as we talk about discipleship and the different parts of it, one of the things that we have to remember is that the goal is to restore us to the image and likeness of God. Restore us. And that's a, an important thing to remember on a couple of ways. The first, if we think of our first reading today, there's God and his wrath is going to blaze because after all that the Israelites had seen, they had made an idol to worship. And Moses says, hey, look, you put a lot of work into these gods. Don't destroy them. And so God relents. They are his people. Then we hear Paul talking about his sinfulness and the mercy that God has. And at the end of that reading, glory and praise to God. And in our gospel reading today, we hear initially the grumblings of Jesus being with sinners. And then we hear two things that are absolutely shocking. Shocking to the listeners, actually three things, if you include the prodigal son. The first is who doesn't leave their sheep, you know, to go after the one and leave the rest of the herd. And everybody that was around him would have raised their hand and said, I wouldn't do it. I'd keep the 99. It's not worth risking losing the 99. Who would go after that coin and put so much work and effort? No, you'd probably just figured it's a lost cause. Move on. Don't waste your time. The people listening were very surprised at this. And then he hits them with the prodigal son. And the prodigal son knows what he deserves. He knows that he's lucky. He's lucky if he can just be treated as a hired hand to go to work for his father, not to be restored to his sonship, which of course he was. That's what the robe and all those feasts and the sandals were meant to be, a restoration. And so in our journey of discipleship, we've talked about humility a lot. And one of the things about humility is understanding how great God is, because in the end, a lot of people have a hard time accepting God's mercy. They really do. And one of the things that we have to do in our lives is to, in recognizing our sinfulness, knowing that God loves us anyway, that God, he wants to bring us back to where we need to be to restore that image and likeness, which is marred by sin, faults, weaknesses, 
Anything that's not in love mars the image and likeness of God in which we were originally created. And so we hear, as I said, the story of the prodigal son, and in accepting his father's mercy, he does something that many people, as I said, have trouble doing. And why do we have trouble doing that? The real reason? We don't believe it. We don't believe it. How could God do something that great? How could he forgive us all our sins and really wipe the slate clean? I wouldn't do that if it were me. And that's precisely the point. It's not us, it's him. We're trying to become like him in his mercy and in the way that he wants us to treat other people. And so when we think of the prodigal son, there are two ways that he could have gone. He could have said, no, this is too good. Or he could have taken advantage of it. And see, sometimes that's what we do. That's called presumption, presuming God's mercy. He's not gonna do anything to me anyway. So I'll just go to confession, receive communion, get to mass, check the boxes, I'm good. You know, or we can deeply appreciate it and sometimes go the other way too far in saying that I'm not worthy of it. The devil will tempt us to that, to the point of rejecting the mercy. And the thought of we're not worthy of it is exactly right. We're not, we're not, but God does it anyway. That's why he's so great. That's the good news. And so for us, in order to live a life in true discipleship, true humility is to have what the prodigal son had. I did wrong. There should be consequences. There may be consequences but I know that I can live a better life and I can be restored by God where he wanted me to be. And that restoration, by the way, doesn't take us above where we were. That's another thing that we have to be careful about. Sometimes we think when we do good on earth, we're judging it by earthly standards, not by God's standards. All we're trying to do is get out from being underwater. We're not actually getting ahead. We're being restored to what we were, not making us better in the sense of how we were originally intended to live. We were always intended to live in union with God until we messed it up by sin. And so today, I think, when we think of this journey of discipleship, we reflect upon that true humility that we need to have. Do we recognize that God came to save us, to save sinners? Do we recognize that we indeed are a sinner? Do we recognize that God wants to love us and will forgive our sins and restore us to where we need to be? But in that, we have a great gratitude of what the prodigal son ultimately did and that we're called to do. And that is to change, to be converted, to live closer to the image and likeness of God as he originally created us to be. And that's the bottom line, is are we changing for the better because of the gift that God has given to us in his mercy? And so we hear the prodigal son today teaching us that proper disposition. We pray that we will honestly look at ourselves, what things are taking us away from God, removing them from our lives, accepting God's mercy and his grace of restoration and living a life more fully in him, more fully in his image and likeness. Mm -hmm.